911. What's your emergency, please? I was hate crimed in Florida. I was attacked by two men. So I threw my food at them, and then they still didn't stop. And then that's when I put out a gun on them. I feel like I want to talk a little bit about your relationship because there's some people who will go online and say, like, she's being abused. People took that as, like, that I went and beat her after. That I went and beat the fuck out of her after at home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, are you racist? Girl, can we talk about this another time? Like, I'm really not trying to hear about this. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about that. Please stop talking about that. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Let's Get Into It podcast hosted by me, Sloan. And today we are joined by a super special, super controversial TikToker with over a million followers, Icy Wyatt, and his girlfriend, Moore, right? Moore? I always feel like I'm saying your name incorrectly because it's like M-I-O-R. Yeah, Moore. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So there's a lot to talk about. First off, you guys are back in L.A., yeah. What's going on here? Because you guys went to Hawaii. It was so controversial. People were like, don't come to my island, I guess. Right. And right. then you and now went. they're like, where are you? We miss you. We want you back here. It's crazy. The the love that we're getting shown now from Hawaii. Really? People are begging for us to come back. Initially, you were getting like a lot of backlash, <clears throat> just like on TikTok when you would talk about it and things yeah. like that. Well, initially I had made a video um, saying like, hey, I'm coming to Hawaii I was like, I've already signed a lease, so yeah. I'm not really asking if I could come to Hawaii, but I do want to come there with good intentions, and how can I go about that? And people, you know, had a lot of opinions. People were like, everybody asks that. Like, everybody says, yeah. oh, how can I make it nice, and whatever. And just moving there in general is really controversial. Yeah. How long were you there for? Three months. Well, and like- it's now a vacation spot for us because... My, my dog had puppies. Yes. Yes. Get so, up into it. <clears throat> so now you're here dealing with your dogs, which we'll talk about in a moment. But how did you get started on like social media? How long have you been doing it? So I was studying social media for probably like eight years, but my entire life, I didn't watch cartoons when I was a kid. I watched Gwen Stefani and Lil Kim and basically just MTV and like the simple life and just live inspired reality tv yeah Yeah. and your content's kind of like reality tv-esque a lot of people know what's going on in your life yeah you're showing yourself eating out and about and a lot of people care and it's amazing to me because i don't know why they care so much how long have i really appreciate it it. for like i've been doing it for three years okay but i studied it for about eight years i had some trial and errors yeah and I would, I started to study like how people went viral and why and like what was entertaining, like what grabbed people there. Mm-hmm. And so I just watched that and I thought I was going to do music. Yeah, yeah. But it really was the controversy. It was really, it's just being real, being yourself and mm-hmm. not being afraid to like speak your opinion. And I think a lot of people are afraid to do that and they put on kind of like a facade. But if you aren't afraid to do that, you know, you can't like be entertaining either without offending some people yeah without some and yeah. at least evoking some emotion that's how mm-hmm. i try to see like you whether it's good or yeah. bad you know that's up for um debate but when did you when did like your name come about like i see so three years ago it was covid mm-hmm. and um my mom had actually given me the opportunity to stay at her house because i was living in like a trap house oh, real really? bad yeah i had like and you were what like 22 21 around that time like 19 yeah okay. like i had just I was like staying with my grandma for a second. I had stayed in foster care. 
It was pretty crazy. And then mm-hmm. I, I, my mom was like, all right, I don't have a man right now. You can come stay with me. Cause she mm-hmm. always chose her men over me. Really? So she was like, I have this opportunity right now for you to come stay here. And that was the first time I ever got my own room. Yeah. So I had my own room and I had a job. I worked at McDonald's and then I worked at a vape shop. Mm-hmm. And while I was working in that vape shop, I got, he started like not giving me hours because of COVID. And so I was like, what am I going to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is getting kind of scary. Like, I have no education mm-hmm. besides after 10th grade. Yeah. So I have no education after 10th grade. And um, I just was kind of like, shit, what am I going to do with my life? And I was really holding on to this vape job. But then I had visited my mom works in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So there was some guy like around her age at her work. And he's like, dude, you got to get on TikTok. And I was trying Instagram and Snapchat. And I was actually big on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. I had like, I was getting like consistently about 300,000 to a million views on Snapchat. Wow. And that was because I got shouted out by T Grizzly. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Shout out to T Grizzly. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, anyways, I had started TikTok like right when the pandemic happened mm. and I really just did everything. I, I would do trends. I would talk a lot. I would speak my mind. I would say really crazy things that like I felt that I really would back up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something that I meant, you know? Yeah, like your opinions. On <laughs> yeah, your my beliefs. opinions. And because I feel like, too, you know, like you can offend people and like you can talk about it. Like, oh, well, why are you offended? And then I can learn something because I really am like a sponge since mm-hmm. I didn't get a lot of education. Yeah. I really try to learn from everything in my life. Mm-hmm. And so even sometimes I'll intentionally fuck up so that, you know, I can learn from that. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about TikTok and what's going on <laughs> with your mother because it sounded like your mom was like pretty supportive in that time when you heard the trap house and going through that. And, you know, I actually like knew who, like before we even met in person, I knew who your mom was because she was your biggest fan on social media. You know, we'll talk a little bit more about you as a person, but like you're, you know, you're different than a lot of other people. And then your mom advocated for you consistently online uh, until recently where some viral TikToks came about and it looks like there's a huge feud between you two. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about that because, you know, her videos are getting millions of views over here. Um, It's very personal and family business. So it has recently come to my attention that I see Wyatt and his girlfriend, amazing have been saying some pretty horrible things about me on the internet. I wanted to go ahead and clear the air about three things. One, the dogs two, the Mercedes and three, just what an overall loser I am. And Wyatt Amazing had found out that they needed to get a Favin test for their dogs that took like several months to get the results before they could actually move to Hawaii. They had called me crying, asking me if I would watch their dogs for them. I had originally asked if Amazing's mom could take Stormy since she lives in California, she wasn't working at the time, and she was moving to Hawaii. And then that way I would only have to take care of four dogs, two cats and two kids. And to which I was told Amazing's mom said, fuck no. Wyatt wanted to go ahead and give back the Mercedes and I said please don't go ahead and send it to me I will pay for the shipping as well as all of the payments while it was here that way if he ever needed his car one day he would have it now I don't know what to do in this situation I don't know it's correct I do know that I love my son very much and I have been protecting himself from himself for as long as I can remember I even have several videos on here where I have come to his defense when I probably didn't need to but every time I try to hold my son accountable for his actions, I end up getting hurt. So were you talking about her online, which led to her to make this video? Like, was there a rift, like, personally in your, like, you know, personal life that you kind of, like, 
maybe hinted to on social media and that kind of like yes escalated it <clears throat> so my whole life is on social media obviously mm-hmm. so <clears throat> if i'm upset or affected by something people are going to know they're going to ask why and so people are asking why are you in a hotel like why are you not staying with your mom where she has this big house with this backyard with this turf mm-hmm. that supposedly all the dogs can be taken care of and all this stuff why are you in a motel not even a hotel in a best western yeah and <clears throat> it wasn't cheap by the way it was a thousand dollars a week <clears throat> but so she's like having me stay in a hotel because her house is so uncomfortable. She wanted me to sleep on the couch in the living room. And this is like recent, right? And this is, is this really like, recent. So like, this is like post Hawaii, like kind of you coming back to California. Yeah. So she so, had like your dogs too, right? Watching your dogs that you had. So she was watching my dogs. How many dogs do you have? Two. Okay. So you she was dogs, watching I think like four or five. Like no, how many dogs are out crazy. here? So really she has a dog dogs. and I have a dog. Yeah. And she was, she offered to watch the two dogs because she was getting her backyard redone in turf. So she was like, I already have three dogs or I think she has four. So she's you guys like, were moving to Hawaii. Yeah. And like it's hard to bring animals and she there. She offered. I have, mind you, I have friends in Florida that would have taken care of my dogs. Mm-hmm. No problem. And I trust them. And <clears throat> she offered because whatever. Anyways, what were we That was saying? the beginning of like the riff. So you guys had a personal riff about the, the dogs riff. and. No. So it was never a riff, like it was never an issue. She offered, it was like a nice thing. And then I came here and I was like, all right, well now I have to stay in a hotel and take care of all these puppies. Like this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> and I realized that I was spending enough money that I could like get a, a um, <clears throat> apartment Yeah. with that money. It was going to be like $21,000 for the time that I have to stay for these puppies. That's how much money it would be for a hotel. So I was like, I'm just going to get an apartment, Yeah. you know? So I got the apartment and I wanted to sit down with her and have like a celebratory dinner or something like that. And we got into it over something. She like kept talking about something that I didn't want to hear about Mm -hmm. because I can't drive right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that due to like the criminal charges you had in Florida Mm. or is this something new? A mixture. So like before the reason why I went to Florida was because I had I couldn't drive here. Uh I had like so many traffic tickets and like. (laughs) Driving on suspended license, oh DUIs, yeah, everything. So I went to Florida and I got my license mm-hmm. and it was perfectly fine. Yeah. So I was able to drive there. Then I got into trouble in Florida. And so now that I'm here, even if I was allowed to drive here, if I got pulled over, I could get the maximum sentence. 10 yeah. Years. Okay. So it'd be a big offense. Yeah. Like so she was kind of like stressing you out when it so comes to that. So she's stressing me out and I'm in like a celebratory dinner and I'm like, you know, this is like a good thing happening. And she's like, well, you know, you're not supposed to be driving. You know, legally, if you get pulled over, you're going to go to jail for 10 years. You uh-huh. know that blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, can we talk about this another time? Like, I'm really not trying to hear about this. Told her about like how many times, like five times to please stop. And I was being really, really nice. And normally I'm not that nice. Normally it doesn't matter who you are. I will be like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about that. Please stop talking about that. Next subject. And I wasn't like that with her. I was very respectful. I was like, can you please stop talking about that? That's not something I want to hear about. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, well, I'll talk to you about it later. Then I'm like, no, I don't ever want to talk to you about it unless I bring it up because that's something that triggers me. I was hate crimed in Florida. I was attacked by two men. Yeah. And they, they, um, my car was stuck between like a Chick-fil-A line. Yeah. Let's talk about that. They like backed me in. I can't talk too much about it. But they backed me in so that they could both come out and come on either side of my car and attack me. So and it was I that Chick-fil-A myself. where you stopped, I guess, your car yeah. and they became aggravated, wanted you to move. Yeah. Ended up 
escalating to some type of fight. Well, like I threw my chick, I threw my Chick Fil A at them because I was like, get away there? from me. No, yeah. she wasn't there. No. So I was, it was like, just you. Yeah, it was just me by myself, mm-hmm. and I had like no fucking shoes on, no shirt. I was just like going to like real quick run through a drive through. I wasn't even going to Chick Fil A. I was going to a different drive through. <laughs> but yeah, they had like they had saw me on the street, and that's what like made them come in. And then I don't remember. Maybe I did have Chick Fil A. Now I don't fucking remember. I don't even remember. Honestly, I was like a little. I was going through it during yeah, that time. But I had some sort of fast food that I had like thrown at them. Like that was like their biggest claim was like, oh, he threw his food at us. Like yeah, because you're coming both around my car to yeah. attack me. So I threw my food at them, and then they still didn't stop. And then that's when I pulled out a gun on them. And I didn't shoot it. I didn't do anything like didn't that. Didn't you hit them in the back of the head, right? Is that no, TMZ not the back reported? of the head. That's why TMZ is such a little bitch because they will say something like, oh, and then he hit them in the back of the head as they were fleeing. No, the fuck they weren't. He looked at me dead in my face. And I, I was like, are you sure you want to fuck with me? I told him multiple times that I have a gun. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you. And I'm like, what is there to be what, scared of? What were these of? guys like? Like, t- describe like what they looked like. Like older men, big, like our age. Fat, like big, <laughs> fat, hillbilly. In like a white pickup truck. That's yeah. what they look like. And I'm in a pink Mercedes with this type of nails. Yeah, tattoos up. Blue so, hair. Yeah. So that's that's what the fuck it looked like. And and anyway, so he's he when he tells his statement, he says that he was so scared for his life because he was looking down the barrel of the gun and his life flashed before <laughs> oh, his no. eyes. No, he was sitting up there telling me, I ain't scared of you. I'm going to fuck you up anyway. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So that's why he got hit dead in his face. I hit him right in his fucking face. I didn't hit him in the back of the head. I hit him in his face. Yeah. And fucking, um, because you're not going to say I tried to hit somebody while they were running away. And yeah, he's just embarrassed. And then he got on the phone and tried to say that I was some big, scary. When he called the police, he said I was a big, scary man with tattoos, all this stuff. Um, excuse me. My tattoos are peace, love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And icy. Like, I'm not some big, scary. So like, you think he was like kind of like it was hate crime vibes, like because he definitely like, it was because my car was pink. Yeah. And I was in at this time we had lived in an area that was very like right wing like it was very, very like nor- it was just getting trump. very normal like the house you guys were in right it was florida yeah. so it was very trump everybody had trump flags on their cars like it was it was giving like that type of vibe and i don't mind that vibe like yeah. i live in florida and like i can i can fuck with it yeah but these were like definitely older they were brothers too like i found mm-hmm. out later they were brothers so they were definitely trying to like and you went to jail for two nights i believe and how was it going to jail it was crazy they the police officers, they like saw me as a famous person. Really? So there was a time where I was clicking off my, my acrylic toenail because the cops had stomped my feet out 
And I had acrylic toes. Yeah. So they were like bleeding and all cracked. And I like flicked the toe and the police were fighting over who gets to keep the toenail and like putting it in their pocket. And they were treating me like a celebrity. I got like my own room. Like it was really chill. It was whatever. But, um, it was like a vacation. The police treated me really horribly going to jail. Yeah. Once I got to jail, it was mad chill. It was fine. I made friends. Like it was fine. Yeah. And I've been to jail like multiple times. So when it comes to those charges, like you're kind of figuring out what's going to happen next or waiting for it to either go to trial or no. Would you, if you were to like go in, would you try to like use some defense of like hate crime, like vibes that they were motivated by when it goes to trial? Yes. That is going to have to be brought up. Definitely. Because, you know, I am bisexual. And before I met her and got with her, I was dating men and women. So Mm -hmm. To me, it's a hate crime. It's somebody who's different than you. You went and attacked them. They could have easily left me alone, but they got me all the way until they pinned me somewhere. And I had to use force. And I did not even use deadly force. I popped him with the gun. I did not fucking shoot him with the gun. So My gun literally has a lock and key. You cannot shoot it. So when it comes to, um, I guess, like, it's clear that you've gone through a lot. Um, A lot of traumatic experiences, a lot of, like, controversial things and getting in trouble with the law and do you kind of like attribute that to the way you were brought up like do you think yeah i mean going back to your mom going online and like yeah. talking about you like how did it feel like seeing that video like did you just stomach sink? you can literally ask her what was i like as a kid i was out on the streets like yeah like i mean i only i only got to hang out with him for like a little bit when we were younger and when we met mm-hmm. and that was like in middle school when and i didn't even really know this but like it makes sense now but he had just gotten like back from like a foster care Mm -hmm. and like started living with his mom again. And then like, he was always like out. He was always like, do you want to hang out? Yeah. Like he was always looking for somewhere to go and be, get into. Yeah. Or like, you know, or we'd get like, I'd give him like, you know, like money or whatever. And Mm -hmm. we'd like, you know what I mean? Like I would, I would smoke him out. And like what area were you guys in at this point? Like which state or. So we were in Santa Monica. I Mm -hmm. lived on the cusp. Of, I don't know if that's the word for it, but yeah. of, um, West LA. Okay. And then she lived, you lived also like kinda, below. Yeah. yeah you were like, below though. You're yeah. towards Venice. Yeah. It was, she like, was closer to Venice. And are we talking yeah. about like middle school time, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. High school. So we both went to school in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you said you went back to your mom after foster care. How does that work? Like, cause I thought once you're in foster okay. care, like there's a reason why. <laughs> so my mom left my real, my biological father when I was like three. Do you know where he's at? Um, no, he's homeless, but I do know where he is. Mm. And then my, <clears throat> she left him and she like took his truck and his tools. He was a electrician. Yeah. She like stole his truck and his tools and sold it and like said she needed it for me. But, um, so he ended up getting with like a junkie and mm. she bettered herself. Cecile, yeah. that's her name. And she's like an amazing woman now. She takes care of my sister. And so I have that relationship with my sister. We share like the same like homeless father. And then, um, yeah. So my mom kind of, she broke him. Like he definitely was heartbroken and like, he's a very loving man. He's very funny and like selfless. And so like, he didn't mind being on the streets because I think he thought of it like, well, if I don't have my woman and my kids here, then I'll just be on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty sad. So then she met my stepdad and my whole life I've lived with my stepdad and her. And so, Are they still together or no? No. No. Okay. They broke up probably about like five or six years ago. They got divorced. And how did you like him or not like him? They hated him. So mm. I didn't hate him in the beginning. He was like super, super cool in the beginning. 
before they got married. As soon as they got married, it took a turn for the worse. Like it was horrible. Like the shit that he would put me through. Mm-hmm. And so now was he the drug user you've mentioned? Yes. So mm-hmm. he, I didn't know until I was a little bit older, but he was using heroin and like she met him in a bar mm-hmm. and a gay bar. So keep that in <laughs> mind. And so she met him as a bartender. He was a bartender at a gay bar. And my whole life I had dealt with him, like calling me a, the F word, like saying that if I dressed like that, I would be like that. When we would go out on like trips, like riding dirt bikes or like to go off-roading, mm-hmm. I would always want to ride a quad. He'd always tell me that's what pussies do. That's not what men do. Like whatever, whatever. So he was always very, very, very homophobic towards me. And I wasn't even, I never even voiced that I was homo. Like when did I never you start, like, when did said, you kind of voice that or realize it? Like I never, high school I or? never spoke on that ever. I was almost like damn near asexual like my whole life i was so turned off by like labels and like because i had somebody in my ear all the time telling me i'm gay well you probably like suppressed it and your coping was just to not acknowledge it because you didn't want to be whatever he kept trying to put on to you and i always had girlfriends like growing up i always had my little girlfriend i always dated girls but he's always been like this but i've always been like this and i've always been like um how would you say like feminine feminine? yeah or like metro i feel like metro is so outdated like who says but the people i looked up to (laughs) (laughs) were Michael Jackson and David Bowie and Elton John, like people that were like not Jeffrey afraid Star. to be them stu- themselves. <laughs> I did not look up to Jeffree Star, but I like him now. Yeah. He's definitely a newer person that I like mm-hmm. look up to. <laughs> Since those videos have gone online with your mom talking yeah. about you, have you had any closure with her about this? Like, Absolutely not. I probably will never have closure with her. It's, she's hurt me so many times. And so anyways, so that was my childhood. Like my childhood was being abused at home. Like I was forced to do like insane punishments, like super, super, super hard exercising punishments. Was your sister there too? Like did she no, also my go sister through that? lives in Denmark. Oh in okay. Europe. Yeah. So her mom is uh European. Oh, so you Europe. share the same I see. You're you do not have the same mom, same dad though. Okay. But my two brothers are with that stepdad. So my whole life, like, I always had my two brothers being, like, pinned onto me. Like, I was always, like, the bad child. And they'd be like, oh, don't be like him. Oh, really? Oh, like, he's an example of what not to be like. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, they always pinned them against me when I was growing up. And my, whatever. So my stepdad would, like, put me through all these, like, horrible punishments. Like, I would have to, like, do gnarly exercise punishments. Like, sitting on a wall for, like, three hours or, like, I wouldn't be allowed to eat with the family. Does he have, like, some military background or something? Like, where is his um weird masculine aggressiveness you know what's weird come is from? his brother is in the military. Yeah. So that might say something. Yeah, maybe. And his dad was in the Navy or something. So he does. did you did your mom realize, like, or did you ever explain to your mom, like, that you weren't comfortable with how? I mean, she he... knew. I was being, like, strangled, beat, <sighs> like... Everything. And like, you said that she's like, you mentioned earlier that she's besides always kind of- molested. I was not molested. By yeah. Me. <laughs> I'm not going to like put that out there. Yeah. Me. But I was definitely abused like very, very physically and horribly by him. And I would act out in school. Like I would do bad shit. I would like steal. I would steal. I would fucking, I would lie. I would get into trouble. I would fight. Mm-hmm. I would fight a lot in school because obviously I had a bully at home. So I would, yeah. But taking I was the bully. Out. Yeah. <laughs> So in school, I was definitely the bully. I would beat people up. I would fight with them. and But I would never just beat somebody up just to beat them up. I was always the first person there to help somebody, too. Mm -hmm. If somebody was going through it or somebody was being picked on, I was the first person. I'd be like, no, I can take them. 
for you. You know what I mean? But if the second somebody had an issue with me, I wanted to fight. It was no like talking about it. I just wanted to fight. I was a very troubled kid. I really was. I was really, really troubled. And then as an adult, I kind of pushed it all away. I moved to Miami. I moved 2000 miles away from my mom and I did really well. And I went there with nothing. Like I went there with $400 and some suitcases and I went on to make like millions of dollars in Miami. Mm -hmm. So I was really, really, really successful in, and I forgot about all of the trauma and I forgot about what my mom put me through and I forgot about my childhood. I kind of looked at it like a movie. Yeah. Like just this cute little movie that I watched. That's like a sad movie that like, I don't want to watch cause it'll make me cry. Yeah. And then when I came and visited here, it really, I hadn't visited LA in three years since I became icy Wyatt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I totally forgot like who, like, where Wyatt came from. Like, yeah. The where, trauma, the baggage, yeah. those things that you yeah. like, you tried to recreate yourself. So now it's like, uh, yeah. And, and so every corner we're driving by, I'm like, damn, I was, I got kicked out one time and I was sitting on that corner with two of my dogs, like crying, like looking for a place to stay. Oh, wow. Look, that's the trap house that I lived in where like, literally I had like four assault rifles and my sinks didn't work. And like, I was like, scared for my life because I had gangbangers in and out of my house every fucking day. And my mom would like happily come pick me up and take me to go get my nails done or something like that for my mm-hmm. TikTok or whatever. That was like her showing her support. But like she had me in a fucking trap house. Like she didn't have me there. I had myself there. I was 19 at the time. Yeah. But you so know, you, so you, since I was, so since I was in fifth grade, I was getting kicked out of the house. Like I went to foster care because this teacher saw what I was going through and she told my mom that she would, take it to the law like she would oh. take it to the police or she would take me to the bay to the bay area so she was like i'm gonna take your son and i'm gonna foster him for a year because i don't want him going i she's like as a person i i don't feel okay letting him go back like if i leave and i don't get to see him every day in school i'm gonna feel like a terrible person you know what i mean and she's yeah. like so i will go to the law or you can let him come with me for a year mm-hmm. And so she was a teacher. She was a, a substitute teacher. Shout out to Stephanie. I love you, boo. Yeah. And she was going to basically tutor me and help me with my grades because I was in fourth grade at the time, but going into fifth grade and they were going to hold me back for a second year. And so she was like, nah, I can teach this kid. I can help him. Like he can keep it pushing. And, um, so I went to go live with her for a year came back. That was a great year. I went to church twice a week. Mm -hmm. I was doing amazing in school. Like it was great. And, um, then I came back to LA and I had to sleep on a futon in my mom's house. And she would tell me like, Oh, like I've had to do worse and blah, blah, blah. And like her mom always said that she made up her childhood that like, like everyone else in the family, her aunts, her uncles, everyone else says that like she had an amazing life that she always had her own room. Cause my mom worked since she was like 13. Yeah. So she always had her own money. So she wasn't living a hard life ever because she worked. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's like, give or take, like a child shouldn't be working. But also she did work because her parents were drunks and she wanted to have money for herself. Mm-hmm. So she ne- she didn't like have like, she had a hard life. She had she always had to work. Her parents weren't very like nourishing to her. But, and she definitely has that mind, like that mentality to be able to pick up and like work and provide for herself. She's an independent woman. Like yeah. she's always been. But at the same time, like she will make up like all these traumas in her childhood and then like try to say that that's what I'm doing. But she actually put me through all those traumas that I think that she was making up. Yeah. She put me through that. And then now she's trying to say, oh, no, that's what happened to me. 
Yeah. And it's like, girl, you have shit that you need to work on. And like, so when she would bring us to the doctors and stuff when we were young, they would tell her like, we have autism, like me and my brothers and stuff. And like, we're autistic that maybe we have a learning disability that's, you know, maybe light on the spectrum or whatever that, whatever the case scenario may be. But I know that I struggled with a speech impediment and I like trained myself not to talk with a speech impediment. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really hard. And I'm dyslexic as well. And so I had struggled with all these things. And I think that's why I didn't care in school. Cause I was like, I don't even know what this means. Like this looks like a different language to me. I'm just tuning out. And so I always did horribly in school. And that's because my mother literally did not want us to get help because she was like, my kids are perfect. There's yeah. nothing wrong with my children. Yeah. She was kind of, in your opinion, kind of absent the entire time or choosing yes. these men over choosing a poor life. Mm-hmm. So, so if you had the opportunity to like sit down with your mom and like talk it out and like be okay, I mean, obviously you don't want to write that off forever, but like it's going to take some time for this like viral stuff to, I guess, um, calm I'm not going to talk to her about it. I don't want to like go on to Dr. Fillers. Can she like text you if, um, that's she wanted thing. to? So yeah. So to get into that, I know we've been like all over the place, but to get into like what like initiated all of this, we went to this celebratory lunch. She was talking about what I didn't want to hear about. Oh. And I got up. I was like, I'm going to leave because if you can't stop talking about this, then I'm just going to go ahead and go. And she was like, no, I'll just leave. And she storms out and leaves. So I, she is a keyboard warrior. She loves to fucking just air people out via text message. And she's so proud of her text messages because she writes emails all fucking day. That's her job. She writes emails all fucking day. So she's like writing me all this shit on text messages after she leaves. And I'm responding to it. And I'm like, well, you know what? Like you had my stepdad, ex-stepdad, abusive stepdad in the house while I was supposed to be visiting you. I'm already sleeping on a couch where there's cats. She knows that I hate cats i don't give a fuck if you love cats that's amazing i'm happy for you to me i cannot stand them i'm allergic to them i don't like them i don't like anything about them even if i wasn't allergic i would not like them so she knows that and she got she got those cats right before i moved out that was actually one of the reasons why i moved out i told her that i was like if you get those fucking cats i'm leaving and i stood by my word yeah and fucking i cannot stand cats and so she's like having these cats all over and I'm trying to have like this labor bed for my dog. And I'm trying to be on the futon with this labor bed with my dog. And I have these cats climbing all over me. My dog doesn't want to be in the bed because cats have gotten it and made it all smelly, like smelling like cats. And it's just disgusting. So on top of it, she had my fucking abuser in the house. Mm-hmm. So on top of this smelly ass cats, I'm I'm dealing with that. Like I'm cool. I, I can tough it out. Like I'm cool. And I'm helping her clean the rugs and all that shit. But she's got this guy in the house coming in here to supposedly help her fix the pool table. She has a pool table that okay. she like got gifted to her. So she wanted to like reupholster it and make it nicer. So she's having him help her. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure you can do that at a different time. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be here right now. The fact that you guys are even friends is insulting to me. Yeah. Like after all of that I've been through with this guy, I cannot believe that you guys are even like on good terms. You know what I mean? So if you wanted to be on good terms with him and have him in your house and fixing shit and you guys are kikiing and all this stuff, why don't you do that on your own terms and not while I'm there and rubbing it in my face, showing me like, yeah, look, look how cool. Look, look at me and, and fucking the guy who abused you for 14 years. Me and him are besties now. Like me and him are totally cool now. I'm like, I haven't healed. I haven't moved on from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if I did, I pushed it on because like, so like I was saying, I went to Florida. I became successful and I really pushed that shit away. I didn't think about it. I thought about it as like a movie if I, if I did that. So coming here, I really started to get triggered, not only by that, but also I was like, 
damn, like on that corner, this happened to me there. Yeah. Damn, when I was over there, I was really crying there. I would go there and cry every fucking night. And when I would get kicked out of the house every single night, I would fucking go there and cry. Oh, like, blah, blah, blah. Like everything. I'm like, damn, LA is really, really triggering for me. And so anyways, about the dogs, this bitch knew I didn't want the dogs fucking pregnant. I, I don't care what people will say. Oh, it's, it's, um, irresponsible to not get your dog sticks. No, I can look after my dogs. I worked with dogs for two and a half years at a dog rehabilitation place. And it was literally a dog daycare, a dog doctor, a rehabilitation, everything. I know everything about dogs. I am responsible enough. I can train dogs, everything. I know how to fucking work with dogs. My dogs were never fucking pregnant. They were never getting pregnant because I know how to keep them separated. When she has her period, I put a diaper on her. I keep her in her bag. I keep her in her purse. She does not go around the other dog. I told her that, that the dog was on her period. And I was like, but that's the thing. A regular ass person, they cannot care for your dog like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cause I am doing something irresponsible by not having the dogs fixed, but that's because I can control it. I know that my dogs will not get pregnant because I keep them separated. They don't even go in the same places together. What does she do? The whole time my dog is on her period, she has her in the backyard. And I did not know this. She just has her in the backyard with a cocker spaniel who's not fixed. Mind you, she wants to try to say that I'm irresponsible. I'm the one because I'm her fucking dogs are not spayed either or fixed either. Mm-hmm. So fucking we don't even know if the puppies are from her dog or from my dog. <laughs> Literally so ghetto. So, yeah. she, I can't even trust her. And I'm thinking that I can trust her with my car, with my dogs, because she offered and I could have paid. I could have had my dogs taken care of in a fucking thing. I could have paid to have them boarded. Mm-hmm. I could have paid to fucking sell my car or give it back to Ben's and fucking have that shit paid off for all my credit. I could have paid all this money to have my shit taken care of. But instead, she's over here like, oh, I fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, he made me take care of his dogs. It's his fault that they got pregnant because blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just so ridiculous that she's trying to, like, throw it in my face now. Like, that she helped me. She's trying to throw it in my face. You don't help somebody, especially your kid, and then try to throw it in your face. Mm -hmm. So now to get on to TikTok... So, so I texted her after that and me and her were talking and, um, I was trying to have a conversation with her. I was trying to let her know, like, look, the reason why I overreacted and I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I'm going to go. And the reason why I kind of overreacted is because you did have this guy in the house and it was really triggering to me. And there's a lot that we haven't talked about. There's a lot that we haven't dealt with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking, I'm sure that we're going to be able to talk about that one day and handle it or whatever. Cause mine should be for all the clout. We did talk about like it. When it comes to the online feud, it's probably like, I mean, for now, it's like kind of died down. And you would hope that, <laughs> I mean, I did see that she was posting some on Karen things and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's kind of an intense thing. But I do want to move on and talk a little bit about your relationship because I feel like a lot of people are fascinated in you, not only because of how you dress and present yourself, but also because of your beautiful girlfriend who's like the sweetest. So funny. Um, But like. So I actually didn't even know that you identified as bi. I thought you were just like straight and like super feminine, but well, that's the thing. Like that's how I got my clout on TikTok was yeah. I'm like straight men can be feminine and still like women. Mm-hmm. And that was what I was trying to preach. It doesn't matter if I like guys and girls and whatever. My yeah. message is still the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people really did take that as like, you're not straight. That's what would make it go so viral. Oh, you're not straight. You couldn't be straight. You have nails on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I didn't say I was straight. I said straight men can can do still that. do that. Yeah. Because now that I'm in a hetero relationship, it shows that I can be feminine and still have like the love of my life. But that's mm-hmm. also it took somebody who like 
has known me for 15 years, who is accepts me for who I am because yeah. I dated other girls who did not accept me. They were like, it's too feminine for me. I don't want my boyfriend having prettier nails than me. I don't like that. <laughs> And yeah. so, and I was like, well, I'm not taking off my nails. So. Yeah. So how long have you, I know you've known each other for a very long time. But how long have you been like dating, dating like two years, three years, Almost two years, yeah. almost two years. Okay. So your relationship has obviously been like somewhat public. You create like content on social media, but you don't like, you're obviously not as big as I see is, but you're still like, you know, doing your thing. And because you guys are alive all the time and sharing things and such, and you know, Clearly, I see you've gone through like a bunch of crap and there's been some struggles and there's like a lot of emotions and things there. And there's been some points where you guys have like fallen on live. And I know that you've talked about having issues with like Xanax and things like that, which I think is very commendable. Like it's not something to be ashamed of. Like yeah, so you've had so many hard shit like happen in your life. Like the fact that you've right. like made great money, that you're still like here and stand like, you know, a lot of people would not even survive that. But I feel like I want to talk a little bit about your relationship because there's some people who will go online and say like she's being abused or that it's an abusive situation. So do you think that you're, do you feel like you're being abused? No. No. And I feel like we definitely, when we fight, we both fight. Yeah. You both fight hard. It's not like a one-sided thing. I just might say less online. Uh Uh-huh. Well, because he's also got all the followers and stuff. He's very public, yeah. So, and then the one time that it did go super viral and the one that, like, everyone sees. Is that the one where, like, you got you threw this up in the front yard? Yeah, so that was actually, like, we had just moved into that house. Bitches that want to be abused and they ain't happy until they're abused, they gonna push on every fucking button until you fucking abuse them. He didn't even know that he had posted. Let's just start with that. He thought he had drafted yeah, it. Yeah, I, so I thought it was a live. No, it was an actual TikTok. Mm-hmm. It was an actual video. But yeah. the you guys thing, were just like screaming. So I was it. recording her for my safety, even though I was being a dick. I was recording. Do you guys her for remember my what safety. you thought about? Like, I mean, you don't have. It was to, probably like, like hair. It was probably like, something so stupid. It was probably like hair. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, it could have been literally anything. Yeah, and it was. It was very much like. Were you, like, on drugs at this point? Probably, yeah. What about you? Like, like, have you had issues with that, too? With like, So, like, I moved... I used to party a lot. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I went to Florida. I was, like... Well, she I was, wasn't like, on social media even, at all. Yeah, I wasn't even partying before that. I was actually working, like, super normal, waitressing, like, on the beach in Huntington. And I had, like, a cute little spot. But it was just, like, it ended up not being that cute. Yeah. So I was, like, let me just go. How'd you guys reconnect again then? Well, cause like we had already been talking for a while before that. And then like when I was like already, I was working back up in like San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. And so like when I came down there, we were already talking for like months and then he was like, he was like, come to Florida. And I yeah. Was, like, okay. So then you like flew out there. And I was you with stayed my with friend. Him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. she was like, I had everything that I could yeah. ever want in life. And I was really, really, really thankful and just blessed. And I was just living my life like kind of asexual. Honestly, I wasn't mm-hmm. hooking up with people. I wasn't getting, I wasn't even worried about it, but I was going viral for that whole, if I had a girlfriend, it yeah. would be hair, nails, car note. And so my best friend was like, shout out to EBT baby. She was <laughs> like, <EBT>. um, <laughs> she was like, well, you need a girlfriend. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, like there's only one girl that I would date and I don't think that she would date me. And she's like, we'll call her because you have nothing to lose. And so I was like, okay. So I called her and I was like, will you come visit me? And she's like, yeah, I'm down. And she came to visit me as a friend. And mm-hmm. it was kind of perfect timing. I was about to do like the major reset. 
Yeah. I'm kind of like a runner in the sense of like, if it's not like, look, like I just can't handle it. And I'm just like, let me just start over and yeah. then like I'll move. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when you guys like first, when you first got to Florida, like where is it? What is that? Was it, it almost was like crazy honeymoon because phase? Like, I threw you- her into the social media. Yeah. yeah Mind you, different. I'm on my fifth account with a million followers. Mm-hmm. So when she came, I had like two million followers on one of my accounts that I was posting on. And I had multiple other accounts with millions of followers. It took until honestly after six months of us dating for me to get verified and get my account and gain a million, the million that I have now. Mm-hmm. So I was throwing her in the mix of being so controversial, so fucking out there on social media, so many eyes on me mm-hmm. and so many people looking for if he's going to get a girlfriend because there's no way that I see why I could have a girlfriend. Look at him. Yeah. So little did they know I'm actually bringing this girl in that I trust that I've known for my whole life. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. thinking that I'm bringing this ratchet girl that I found on TikTok because I make these videos. And it's kind of funny for me too. And like, I didn't I was... explain that to her. How about yeah. like handling all like the backlash or like the attention, I guess. Like, do you get it? I guess you did. You initially got a lot of attention. Like, people, well, that's like... the thing. So I threw her into these millions of people watching us and I have a lot of haters. Mm-hmm. So even if I have a million followers, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to get 20 million views on a video. So when I brung the girlfriend yeah. into the video that immediately got like, I think 2.8 million likes. Yeah. And she had never even been seen by that kind of like, you know what I mean? Like that wasn't even like something that she could comprehend. So she sucked with it at first. At first, did you was, like that? Like, yeah. did you feel kind of like special? Like, it was cute. Yeah, like I was like, that was so like, like, exciting. People were yeah, so we were nice like at first. I threw on a blonde wig and I was like, I got to be Barbie for a second. And that was like, yeah. yeah, I got her like a really bomb blonde wig. I feel like she is your Barbie because you stay yeah. like doing her hair, dressing her up. <laughs> he designed yes. my nails. Do you like that stuff? Like, I do him? love it because like I love the the um, act of doing those things. Yeah, but I hate designing it. Yeah, like, I hate having to put like all that. Like, I'm like her Kanye. Yeah. How about like dating like a more feminine guy? Like, do you feel like, I mean, you guys have sex. Yeah. Do you put it on the internet? Like, didn't no. you do OnlyFans at one we point? Say, we say, people ask us that and then I'll be like, no, we never had no. sex. No, you guys have OnlyFans. com. We literally have OnlyFans. How often are you actually posting crazy. on there? Like, mm, like every uh, once in a while? Very rare. Yeah. It's. I have posted a lot of content on there so that I don't have to post a lot of content. Yeah. You can go on there and bust a nut. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? You'll be, you'll be fine. You have multiple videos and You're pictures way better than me. I just, and stuff I to choose from. But even you, when you started yours, I told you, you have to have 20 posts yeah. and other, even OnlyFans, uh, what do you call them? Like that promote you like companies or yeah. whatever. They would reach out to her and they'd want to work with her and like, they didn't care how many posts, but whatever. But I would tell her, like, nah, if you have 20 posts, at least, just to at least start off. Anyways, I'm not going to give OnlyFans advice. Yeah, it'd be like, a, it just, like, helps. I have, like, yeah, over 150 posts on there. Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter how often I post because people can scroll for days. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, we're very intimate. Are I you feel guys like because a, um, I'm a feminine man, I know how to please her better because I hear of my whole life I have only heard about what women like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I've taken all this knowledge from all my little best friends and all these girls that I've kicked it with. And like, I use that in my relationship. <laughs> Are you both in an open relationship? No. Have you ever had a threesome? Yes. You have? No, yeah. I meant with you two. No. Not together yeah. though. With no, we've else. had a threesome. Yeah. With an old ass dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, so I have a question. When you've had sex with guys before, like, have you like bought them? Yeah. 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 So yeah. Like, no, I don't top if I'm going to do with a guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> no, I see that. I was just like, I think it's fascinating because, um, I don't know. 
for me, I grew up in a very like conservative area. So like yeah, even like being gay and stuff, you know, it's taken time for me to like accept internalized homophobia yeah. and all that stuff. So it's so inspiring to see you like just, you know, so fluid. And with that's it. the reason why, when, like how you mentioned before, how I look up to Jeffree Star in mm-hmm. recent times, like I have looked up to him because he does share that like he's still a man and he can still impregnate a woman and he's yeah. still capable of these things of being a man, but he's very, very feminine. I would not go that far. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the inches and all that. It, right. Have but I've, you experienced, you yeah. I've experimented in that before. And it, it took some girl that she actually taught me how to do hair when I lived in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And she forced me one time to wear high heels and a girl outfit and put on hair and go out in public and I was so embarrassed. Really? I was so traumatized by that. But it made me realize like, nah, I just fuck with my nails because it's a statement. Yeah. If I'm wearing like a swag outfit, like, you know what I'm saying? And then I have my nails done. It's like, what the fuck? I thought he was trying to be like some swaggy boy, some hipster boy. But then all of a sudden he has his nails done. It's a statement. You yeah. Know I mean? That's the point that I'm trying to prove. You like, deve- you like determined your comfortability. Yes. And I don't moment. even like having my nails done. I fucking hate it. It's like the process so of debilitating. It? Yeah. it takes all day for my <laughs> na- type of nails that I get. And like, it's so debilitating. I can't do shit. It's so frustrating. You also so hate having them off. So it's like a love-hate Well, now because I've been having my nails on for eight years. Yeah. So like, so, you know, but yeah, with our relationship with that. So we had just moved in this house and I had just thrown her in the mix. Like she had never before witnessed this. Her whole family is watching her. Yeah. And she's been in relationships before where her family would try to butt in, but they probably didn't really know the real, real, but they could see everything online. So she has her family coming after her being like, you need to get out of this no, relationship. No, after that viral, like, or after the the fight that went, yeah. was on one. Yeah, now, have like, you guys fought, like, we don't have to go through all the times, so but no. it's been multiple, like, you've fought yeah. multiple times on the internet, no, and I, right? Like, I and you know what's funny? account that day. Most of our fights have been on the internet. Yeah. And did you, um, <laughs> and like, would you say, like, I know you've talked about Xanax and stuff like that. Do you think a lot of it is fueled by the use of drugs? Like just not being fully coherent? That fight, that one that's online that everyone sees was fueled by literally like so much more than just like, like tension just build was, up. No, it was just like him not sleeping like that much. Like mm. us like not really eating because we would just like go out to eat. But, like, I had got my car stolen from me. Yeah. His, I lost a hundred thousand dollars. I went mm. to jail. Yeah. I fucking what else? Got, so it's like, just kind of. Up, I got, got hate up, crimes. Like, yeah. yeah, I got beat crazy. up. Well, I didn't get beat up because like <laughs> I never get beat up in a fight. Mm-hmm. But I had you to fight. Had marks. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh no! By the police, I got beat the fuck up. Yeah, that picture's on. The, and I on wasn't even resisting arrest. You can. I have the body cam footage, mm-hmm. and I'm literally like Simon says, doing everything they say it's for me to do, and they still beat me up. And then I came home after all of that and kind of took it out on her, and like. I recorded her for my own safety, even though I was being an asshole. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to hit her, obviously. And so I was recording her, even though I was being such a dick, because it was only supposed to be for me to see. That was only yeah. my video, just in case she tried to ever say what she wouldn't. But it, our relationship was, it was very fresh at the time. And I just threw her into all this. So in case she tried to come out and be like, he hit me, he abused me, because I know people would be so quick to think that I recorded the situation of me throwing all her shit out. But it was by the door. Yeah, All of our shit was in, in boxes <laughs> still. So her shit was literally, her box of stuff was by the door. And it was only one of her boxes. Like she had way up, like 10 other boxes. That were already unpacked. That were already unpacked. And I threw this one And he was already mad because he had already unpacked everything. But I that had was it, another reason I why I was mad. Because un- I was like, you should have already had this unpacked. He's like, why haven't you unpacked uh-huh. this box? So I was like, why is this shit even still by the front door? <laughs> Boom. Threw it all out the front door. All dramatic. 
And then I start recording her because I'm like, also, yeah, I guess you you're not say gonna that say... you accidentally posted it, but I feel like you did not accidentally post it. No, it was, I feel like there it was, was a, definitely an, an accident. impulse emotion. No, because you you find comfort in on social media. No, like, that time, absolutely not. At that time, well, it was more when... embarrassing to me because she didn't have a name yet. Did you take it down I, already? No, like I or, immediately? Oh, I took it down realized... immediately. But then it was recorded. And immediately, all that. Yeah. I took that video down. It only had. Well, okay, so I took that video. I recorded it, and I was like. You're not going to be saying that I'm abusing you. You're not going to say that I'm, that I'm abusing you because I'm not. I'm throwing your fucking shit out and you can take your shit and you can go. And fucking that's what I recorded in the video. I meant to hit draft and I boom, I hit fucking post and I locked my phone and I picked up all her shit. Yeah. So I picked up all her stuff. I put it all away. I checked my phone. and I'm like, fuck, I posted that video. And fuck, that had fuck, already fuck, been fuck, fuck. like our like conversation of like him chilling out a little bit. Yes, so like we like had already, already made like up, and I checked my phone, and there's this video that already has 1.2 million views. And your parents probably saw it and everything too. Right? Her so parents have, have already seen it. Oh, everybody's already seen like, it. My mom's like not on social media, so thank God I didn't really get that like instant call from my mom. Right. Yeah. I got like but it was I have later. like one like I have an aunt that's like super close in the family, and she's like um, she contacted me, and then like obviously I have like friends who like. Old friends. Are there so, people in your life, like your family, who are not supportive of your relationship oh, yeah. with Icy? Like your parents are like, like they extended. Would voice it. They wouldn't be. I don't think they would be oh, like really? confident enough to be like, I don't like him. That's interesting because I feel like, especially I like a like daughter, normal, a lot of normal me- parents and stuff would would. Yeah, they would like but share like, their opinion, but yeah. But my mom and I like we're kind of like friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so like, you're just like casually updating her with like everything. Yeah, and then like my aunts, like they just want to see me, so I don't feel like they would tell me something like that. Yeah, like, it's rare that we get to see each other in the first place. I feel like it would be different if I was like. But all they have seen is negative house. stuff online of us. Yeah. Well, they probably so her family does too. not think good of me, mm. and it's because of all the stuff that's been hyped up online or what goes viral. It's like, but there are some good and moments. That's the thing, so even that views. video that went viral, I had deleted it. It had got a million views in one hour and I deleted it. That's how crazy people are. Yeah. And that video went on to get posted probably a hundred times and every single time got one to 10 million views. Wow. So that video itself has garnished over a hundred million views. I did the math and that is disgusting to me. And so anyways, then we got into another fight on live and we were both drinking and we were drunk. Taking anything? Don't you ever fucking come at me like that again. Go wait at the car. Go wait at the car. This is my purse. This is my purse. Don't you? Was this at the restaurant? Yeah, it was at a restaurant. We were going through a lot of stress again, and fucking, it wasn't even that serious. It was literally like nothing. Yeah, I was like, don't talk about that. Like fucking go wait in the car because i anyways needed to get the car the timer was up so i was like can you just go wait in the car and i'll pay for the bill and then she takes her purse but my wallet was in her purse so i was like leave the purse here it's my purse and fucking everyone so took that as so, so abusive oh yeah and i was like wait hold on because that was literally my purse it wasn't a purse that i bought for her because if it was a purse that i bought for her i wouldn't have said that's my purse it was literally my fucking purse <laughs> with my fucking wallet in it <laughs> so i said leave the fucking purse here and go get the car so i gave her the car keys and i was like go to the go wait in the fucking car and i ended the live stream people took that as like that i went and beat her after that I went and beat the fuck out of her after at home and like fucking chained her up in the basement and fucking only feed her grapes like <laughs> one little grape fucking yeah. at a time. <laughs> like that's what people took it as. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what the fuck happened at all. First of all, fucking she knows how to push my button. She's the only person that knows how to get me like that upset and she'll do it. 
Yeah. And fucking, and I'll do it to her too. And then yeah, you both, you it know. happens on live sometimes. And the reason why I'm not afraid of it being on the internet or doing it online is because I'm not abusive. Yeah. If I was abusive, we wouldn't be on fucking You'd be like live. hiding that, I guess, you know, you'd you be would trying never to. see, you would never see me fucking talking to her any type of way. You would actually probably see a whole facade of me being the best, most amazing fucking boyfriend in the entire <laughs> planet. Mm-hmm. But I know that I'm not the best, most amazing, but I'm a lot to deal with. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And then people don't give her her credit, too, because she has to deal with a lot being together with me. Like I said, you know, I know I'm rambling, but like she was just thrown into the mix. I didn't prep her for that because I didn't know that she was going to be the girlfriend. You know what I mean? And now she's my fiance and she's my person. But like, I didn't know she was going to be the girlfriend in the beginning. And so she really got thrown into that. And I didn't have time to like prep her for that or explain it to her. I was just like, do this. Post this, go live, do this. You know what I mean? And when she would start fucking up or whatever, like I would be like, ah, like you don't get it. Like fucking, you know what I mean? Like you don't, you just don't understand. Like, you know, you don't, you don't, this is my fucking life. You're fucking with my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would start a lot of our fights too, because I'm like, you're so stupid. And then in reality, someone who doesn't really understand that world, right? Well, what's so So funny about it is she went to college. Yeah. (laughs) So she's educated. She graduated college. She graduated motherfucking culinary school. She did all these things that makes her really, really, really fucking intelligent. And she had straight A's in fucking school. Like I would copy off of her work. And then I'm over here like, you're so stupid. You don't get it. And it's because I make a fuck ton of money in what I do. And when she fucks with that or she doesn't get it, I'm like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Then everyone sees that and they're like, oh my God, he's so abusive to her. But she understands that I'm not actually calling her an idiot because what I do takes no fucking talent. It takes no education. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take anything. It just takes personality. So she knows that I just have this crazy personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, of course she doesn't want to be called an idiot. Like we talk about that later. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) off camera, she's like, like, you don't get to come in. I've lost the money in the like in all of that. So, well, that's yeah, that's the thing. So it's like if she was this gold digger that I abused, that whatever, she would be out here benefiting a lot fucking more than she does. Mm -hmm. She doesn't benefit at all from it, other than having a good relationship with me, and that's what's so ironic about it. Like I eat really good and I get fucked really good. (laughs) (laughs) She eats really good, (laughs) taken care of. You look pretty. Anything she wants, she can have it. She deserves it because she takes care of me too. Like we have this mutual thing, and people don't realize that. Like the reason why. They only see these little 30 second clips of us fighting is because we actually work on a really, we have a really great relationship and people who are our friends and stuff like that, they see that they're like, wow, like you guys are like one, like you guys are, you know what I'm saying? Like so perfect together. Let's just do a quick um, speed round. So three minutes. I'm just gonna ask you some quick questions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you racist? Yes. (laughs) No. Because somebody will think you're racist line. And that's what? Because you've said like the insular and things like that. Um, it's just like where I grew up. I grew up in LA and then I moved to the South and you know, it's very controversial. I just feel like everybody fucking says the N word and I've stated that I've been like, everyone fucking says the N word. No, I don't say it because I'm, I live and I learn. Yeah. And that, like I said, like I'm somebody who likes to learn from all of my mistakes. And the only thing I have ever done online that was remotely racist was I said, Oh, I'm from LA and like everybody says the N word. Everybody fucking raps along to it. Everybody sings along to it. But I live in the South now and I'm just wondering, is that even acceptable? Mm-hmm. I got my ass ate the fuck up for that. Called a racist. Question. So you know how like the N word is not really used in like a negative context anymore unless you're being a racist? Are we ever going to get to the point where we can all say it? Absolutely not. I'm not a racist. My sister is literally fucking black. She's Jamaican. That's why I identify as a Jamaican is because fucking I grew up around this shit and none of that shit is, it phases me because 
most of my fans are black and they get it. They understand me because of my personality and who I am. How I'm okay. so outgoing. They get it. You know what I'm saying? And next, so it's mostly just white people who want to call me a fucking racist. Nikita Dragon, you went and bailed her out. Why did you do that? Fuck her. I did that for clout. You're like not even like friends with her, right? She Absolutely never said not. thank you or anything? No. But you like fronted the bail? Yeah. Her team sucks. I feel bad for her. That's the only thing I'm going to say is that I feel bad for her because her team well, she's not doing well, is fucking seem. terrible. Her team did not go and bail her out. Her team had nobody there for her. Yeah. And so I did. Out of, the, out of the kindness of my heart, I fucking bailed her out. But I also knew that it would get clout. Yeah. And I didn't care that she didn't thank me or paid me back because I got clout from it. Do you um <laughs> scam people to like how you've made all this money like TikTok and Bingo, or is it called Bingo or Bingo? Gambling. So, how, so is that where your income is coming from mostly? Are those like social media apps? I am the king of Bingo. I am the king of gambling. I can and teach like you how to gamble. I can app. teach you how to get money. Lots of people like to sign up and play my game, and which is in link in all my bios. Fucking, <laughs> they like to try to play my game for thirty seconds and say, "Oh, I didn't make any money. That's a scam." But they didn't put any money into the game. They didn't put any time into the game. They didn't put any effort. Mm-hmm. So of course they fucking didn't make any money. How are you gonna call that a scam? Yeah. So not a scammer. I see why is not a scammer and not a racist. But I do but... get money and <laughs> I do love everybody and I love cultures. I love learning from everybody. Like. Well, thank I don't you guys even for see people on, as differently. Thank yeah. you. I feel like it's really interesting. I know. I wanted I, to say that <laughs> a lot of other, this is the first podcast we've ever been on. And a lot of podcasts have hit us up to come on and they are not nice to us. They'll, they've literally said stuff like, make sure your girlfriend doesn't stink. I'm like, <laughs> make do you have a sure... like, dirty girlfriend? Like, yeah. Yeah. In the past like saying stuff like, like this. That's so, crazy. so I really do appreciate you being yeah. a friend to us and being We're like so actually nice real life friends us. though too. So yes. I, was, I was excited to have you guys. We're going to go out after drinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for having me and let me talk a little bit about yeah. this. Yeah. I will um, list all your socials below. So go and check out I see Wyatt. But until next time, I'll see you guys in our new episode soon. Love you. Bye guys. Bye. I'm <laughs> sorry.